Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Psychic America. This is Tracy Brown coming to you today. Um, January 17th. Wait, is today the 17th? Are we already midway, past midway through January? Hmm. I think it's going by pretty fast, huh? January? Um... Oh, look at this. You know, I broke my computer. <sighs> I see my grandson broke my computer. Um, and so I thought that I wouldn't be able to see my callers on the phone because Block Talk Radio changed their app. But there's a difference between a computer app and a mobile app. And I had to stop using my mobile app because they made some adjustments and I couldn't see my call with my mobile app. So I was wondering how that was going to work out today. <laughs> but I keep seeing all my callers. I'm so happy. So can everyone Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy? As you guys know, Malcolm does the first hour and then psychic readings are in the second hour. So let's bring him on. Hey, Malcolm. Hey, what's up, Tracy? How are you today? I'm just great. How about yourself? I, you know, I've been running and I'm more tired than usual. So, I'm I'm okay. Let's just say that way. Like, I can't lie. I'm okay. Well, okay is good. It's better than not okay, right? I think I better recognize what my body's trying to tell me, so I'm... Not not okay. <laughs> I understand. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. There's a lot of news happening in the world. I'm sure you are aware. Maybe you're not. You have computer issues, so maybe you're not I've aware kinda, of it. I've kind of been out of the loop, so you go ahead and talk, and I'll let you know what I see. What's going on? Okay, lots of big news. we got terrorists. Massing in Europe, we have the um, mm-hmm. Republican Party deciding who they want to run for president. But you know, we got that big news. Mm-hmm. We got, we have good luck, Jonathan. Good luck, Jonathan. Isn't that a name? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. I'm losing it. We have who? Good luck, Jonathan. The president of okay. Nigeria. Now, good luck, okay. Jonathan. Oh, I'm okay. lost. You're lost. I'm lost. I don't know anything about this Nigerian president. What's happening? Well, okay. You're aware of the stuff that's going down in Europe, right? All this, yes. You know, the, the, uh, the fallout from the, the um, Charlie Hebdo massacre last week. You got yes. You got so we have a lot of world leaders come together to do a, a march of solidarity during the week, right? Yes. Now, mind yes. you, all these countries came together. The one country that didn't send somebody with us, you know, uh, President yes, Obama I did didn't send anybody. Uh, Eric Holder was actually in town, and he just didn't go. I mean, not that it looks bad, you know, but it could look like. Go ahead. But it's funny you should say that because I thought I saw Eric Holder. Um, on one of the major networks. I thought he was in France, 
I I thought he was there. Uh, okay. And then I hear nobody went on this solidarity uh, march from the U.S. I was a little confused by that, which is why, Malcolm, I have you. This is why I have you, because I was very confused by that. But I don't have people that I can talk to about this. Most people that I talk to are idiot savants. They don't care. That's a good thing. So, um, not a good the, thing. <laughs> the problem so with, well, I mean, it, it's not, to me, it's not a problem that our, our leaders didn't show up for this particular march because, you know, my personal feeling on the march is just, you know, it, it was a photo out for a whole bunch of politicians. And that's, you know, because politicians over the world are kind of the same. They're all out to get mm-hmm. votes, they're all out to acquire power. But do they really mm-hmm. care about the people? Did they really care about what's going on here? I don't really think they did. They just showed up, right? So, so okay. our administration didn't show up. Does that make them bad people? In my opinion, not. I mean, we did send over uh, 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 our our sorry. we sent over Kerry uh, at the end of the week. Him and James Taylor went, and you know, James Taylor sung them a song. He's got a friend. Um, but other than that, that's about the, you know, and, and also Carrie later reached at the site of the attack. So that was a good thing, if you want to call that a good thing. It doesn't really matter to me. Uh, but here's good luck. The reason I brought up good luck, Jonathan, because good luck, Jonathan was one of the world leaders that expressed dismay and, and, you know, his angst against terrorism, you know, in the parents' killings, but in his own country, Terrorism is happening at a at a high level with this Boko Haram group, and they attacked a village this week, killing over a thousand people. Oh my God! Did Goodluck Jonathan have anything to say about that? Not a whole lot, but he's talking about Paris, right? So, you know, it's sad, but that's the world we live in. Yeah, politicians, you know, they're all playing a game, and Goodluck Jonathan is actually uh, up for reelection. So, you know, maybe, you know, because the truth of it, the truth of the matter is Nigeria is one of, they have a lot of oil, they have a lot of other uh, natural resources Ni- in the country, but Ni- Nigeria. Ni- Nigeria. Nigeria is a very wealthy country? In African standards, I mean, compared to okay. China or the right. U.S., no, but, I mean, African standards, right. they're one of the wealthiest countries. Hmm. Hmm. Because of their resources. Now, yeah. that's not saying a whole lot, but but this is a guy who was letting this up to this group run roughshod through his country, and, and apparently is doing nothing to stop it because everybody in the world knows who the Boko Haram is at this time, right? Yeah. But you would think in a country because because Nigeria is really not that big as far as landmass size, so you would think, okay, let's get the resources in. We got to take care of this group right here because. Not only this is the same group that was responsible for kidnapping all those young girls and just doing the yes. most horrendous things to them. I mean, all in the name of never. Minds, so. Well, and by the way, they, if I'm not mistaken, they were never returned. No, they were never returned. Some have escaped, but very, very few. You know, percentage-wise, it's like very, very small number of people have gotten away from these people. So, but they keep mm. going around the countryside. They're attacking people. I mean. They're a small little army running roughshod in a country. Imagine uh, an army running roughshod and attacking Cleveland and just killing most of the people there. You, 
I think the U.S. Yeah. government would say, whoa, hey, let's stop. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But they're doing, I mean, now this attack that Boko Haram did this week, some people, I mean, the people in Nigeria, they're saying, well, no, it wasn't thousands, it was just hundreds. But does that matter? Doesn't. Thousands, hundreds? I, I think doesn't it, matter. But I, I think, think it doesn't matter. Thousands. Well, I think it was thousands anyway, so it really doesn't matter, you know. That's but right. I mean, I don't know. It's just this is a man who you know, more than two hundred girls were kidnapped and, and sent into whatever slavery they're put into because you know these Boko Haram dudes, you know, again in the name of Muslim, are marrying these girls off to their guys. Like, yeah, this is a good thing to do, but they kind of vile and disgusting that is. You you capture women so you can marry them off to your guys that's, and rape and pillage them. That's just not good. They should track these people down and just destroy them. I mean, because they are, they're Nigeria's terrorist group, but, you know, it's not big news, especially in this country. It's just not big news. You know, our big news is Mitt Romney wants to run for a third term. And that falls under, really, who cares, right? <laughs> First of all, let's look at the, you know, because what's making big news is, is the Republicans. You know, they're, they're you have people well, they coming have out to, of the work now. But they, they, they have to do this now. This is their process. So we need to figure out who's going to run on the Republican side. And they don't have that great of a candidate um, on their side. They well, know see, Christie is their best candidate, and they don't like Chris Christie. No, Chris Christie mm-hmm. is not their best candidate. But but um, Chris Christie Who is one is? of the. Oh no, he's not. <laughs> Chris no, Christie I said is. I said if that's the case, who is? Why isn't Chris Christie oh, one of their best candidates? Well, you know, actually, all of the running really started when Jeff Bush announced. Now Jeff Bush is the smart Bush, right? You know, because. You know, I'm sure the family is like, please let him win because we got to erase the, the whatever people think about the Bush family based on what George did for us. Because George W. was a problem. But Jeb is actually was just a smart son in the family. You know, he, he was the governor uh, of Florida. Okay, just stop right. for a minute. Uh, are you telling me that, <laughs> excuse me, Jeb Bush is a qualified candidate for the Republicans? They believe that? Oh, yes. Jeff oh, Bush, yes. Why? You never heard of him? Why? I yeah, I have. He's he's the leading Chad or the, the the splitting Chad governor. I I get it. The the who the spring what governor? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Chad guy. The um the voting thing with the Chad that kept. Remember? Oh, the, the Hanging Chad. Well, he was the governor of the, the state hanging. when that went down. Hanging Chad. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's unscrupulous he like his father and his brother. Yeah, but no? the difference is Jeff Bush is actually has a Jeff Bush actually has a brain in comparison to his brother. Because George is not the smart one. George mm. George is George. George W. You yeah. know, he he yeah. looks the part. But, you know, yeah. I mean, he was the president for eight years. We all know who George Bush is. He's the one who destroyed the country. So, you know, even though they still <laughs> want to blame that on Barack Obama, they, but they, they deny it. 
to this day. <laughs> well, I mean, all you got to do is look at where we were at when he took office and where we were at when he came I, out of office. That's typically I agree. a measuring. You know, okay. I, but anyway. The numbers the numbers don't lie. So I agree with yeah. you. Yes. So we're not going to, there's no need to discuss George's legacy because George's, George's legacy will be what it is. His brother, however, okay. actually is pretty bright. And hmm. he's the one who should have ran in the first place. Although it's funny because he's, he's got the country name Jeb uh, as opposed to George W. You know, but George W. is the Jeb, and Jeb is the George W. If no following. But anyway. Okay, that's, that's so, a private joke so, just between you and you. I got lost with this, with that joke. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Jeb, <laughs> Jeb is, one of, is one of the contenders, but there's a whole lot of contenders out there. And actually, to me, mm-hmm. their best contender is, would be somebody mm-hmm. like a Rand Paul. Rand Paul is a senator from Kentucky, very bright man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The problem is the problem with the Republican Party is there's two sides of the Republican Party. In order to be elected uh, through mm-hmm. the primaries by the Republicans, you're going to have to be pretty darn conservative. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. to be that, that conservative doesn't bode well in a general election. So mm-hmm. the Republican Party is going to have to figure out this time around is who can they come up with. And that can be electable to the general populace, as opposed to who can be who can come out of their primary system. Because you know they typically go for the farthest right idiot in the bunch. I mean, they got a bunch of them that jumped in that have that are looking at jumping in. That's why Jeb Bush, mm-hmm. Jeb Bush is actually kind of a moderate. He's not that bad in comparison to some of the other far right wing Republicans that are out there. Right. But. He might not be able to win because he might not be conservative enough for them. Uh, mm. Same thing with Rand Paul. He might not be conservative mm-hmm. enough for, you know, the, the, the voters in Iowa and, and New Hampshire and all the other places that they, they run the primaries in order to be elected. I mean, yes. So, to me, the Republicans are just all different kinds of crazy. And, and again, they have good candidates, but they're those people, I mean, they still talk about Rick Perry, and Rick Perry is a complete idiot. I, I don't know if you or anybody else has ever heard what this man has said, but everything that comes out of his mouth, you, you, it, it almost makes you wonder, what the heck? He, and he's a Okay, and is he considering at this stage of the game, or you just don't know? Oh, no, he's, a, he's in the running. Let's see, I can tell you the people that they have listed have expressed you know, because nobody has really formally put it out there, but that's I why know. Romney, know. the Romney, the Romney news last night was, you know, he was down speaking to a, a, a Republican convention down in San Diego, and he's he's put it out there like, yeah, I could run again, and I know there's people in his party that are like, oh God, no, thank you, but mm-hmm. there may be others that that want him. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. but you have a number of people, like I say. Michelle Bachman has expressed interest. Now, she's this idiot, former mm-hmm. congresswoman from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doris actually, she's still a congresswoman. You got John mm-hmm. Bolton. Mm-hmm. Not good. Ben Carson, black guy. He's a, he's a What's doctor. his name? What's the black ben guy? Carson, ben okay. Carson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
if you listen to what he says, he's also completely nuts. And of course, there's Chris Christie, the the bully from New Jersey. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it is an East Coast mentality, though. You do get that. To be a bully? <laughs> That's the East Coast. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I saw The Sopranos. He fits right in, but that does not make a good precedent. We have the president elected from all 50 states, not just the East Coast. Okay. So, okay. When, when I look enough. at this stuff, I, I think about who's elected. I mean, you got Ted Cruz out of Texas. Ted Cruz is bona fide nut, uh, but he has that Hispanic leaning. And hopefully, Hispanics aren't stupid enough to just think because he's Hispanic that he will do for him. Because Ted Cruz would deport all of them if he had a chance. That's how. That's how. Wow. Big he is. Wow. You. He's a big hater. He's a big hater. Of of immigration reform. Of everything <laughs> that's right with America. I mean, uh, he lived. Yeah, have you ever heard Ted Cruz speak? No. Oh God, you should look him up. The stuff that comes out of this guy's mouth—you'd have yeah. to be like, oh, "Oh my God, he got elected to something." He's crazy, <laughs> in my in my oh. opinion. Oh. Um. Got Lindsey Graham. He can't get elected. Uh. Of course, there's Sarah Palin. She really can't get elected because she's about as bright as George Bush. But she's so, not running. Seriously, is she? She's not running she's for anything. Expressed. I don't believe that. She she has expressed interest in running. I mean, because nobody has formally announced uh, Yeah. Everybody's just, you know, because the, the election is 23 months away. So, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. at the very, very beginning now of where people start saying, well, I'm going to be, be in it or be in, not be in it. And usually you're right. going to get... Ten solid candidates, at least on the left, because they don't have anybody that's really stand outish. Uh, the the Democrats, on the other hand, you know, at this present moment, most people are lined up in the Hillary Clinton camp. Mm-hmm. Although I personally don't think that Hillary Clinton is the best candidate that the Democrats can field, but you know, I'm not so, on anybody. So, with way. that being said. Who do you think is a good candidate? I actually think Elizabeth Warren is a better candidate. Hmm. But but see, Elizabeth Warren has said that she will not run as long as Hillary's running. She doesn't want to take the off away from Hillary. Okay. Well, okay. I get it. That's solidarity. I get it. Solidarity. That's what it is. Solidarity. So we'll yeah. see. I mean, it's the truth of the matter is that part of being a you know part of being a good leader is knowing today's not a good day. Part of making good decisions is deciding today's not a good day for my career. Like could well, it, it could work against me in the long haul. And I think I think her not running against Hillary makes sense to me. Well the only problem there is Mm-hmm. Again, if if she's actually the better candidate for the party, mm-hmm. should should Hillary run? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're saying if mm-hmm. it's good for my career, mm-hmm. what's good for what's good for the party, what's good for the country, of course, if you're president, that should be part of the 
your thought process, is this good for the country? Uh, of course, mm-hmm. some people think that they're good for the country, even though, I mean, because if you listen to Mitt Romney, because he was talking about the, the country would be in such a, a, a much better place if he had been elected president back in 2008, right? I'm sorry, 2012. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, but if you look at where the country is right now, mm-hmm. we're actually in a pretty good place. The stock market is up, jobs are up, uh, mm-hmm. interest rates are down, uh, gas prices are down. Uh, what else? Uh, the country is basically mm-hmm. prospering. We have health care for all. There's a lot of good things that have happened in the last four years, or the last two years, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Or six overall that the president has been in office. That you know the right says you know almost as an abomination. I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean the job numbers alone. If 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 the the president were a Republican, they would be standing on the highest mountaintop, screaming like, "Look at what we have done. We have created this. We have done good." But unfortunately, yeah, we have a Democratic president and. They can't stay. All they can do is sit down and complain. And so, yeah. you know, now we're going into this next Congress, which has already started, and there's going to be a whole lot of infighting because they want to – the stuff that they want to do are things that the mm-hmm. president has already said that a lot of it he will veto because their their ideas don't aren't in line with what he's been trying to do. And, and what they're trying to do is take us backwards. That's truly what the, you know, my opinion of what the Republican Party's desire is. They want to take us okay. backwards. You know, they right. liked it the way it was. You know, they're not looking at the job numbers and the mm-hmm. rest of the economy. You know, because one of the things that, that uh, Mitt Romney was saying was that you have uh, the president's foreign policy mistakes have been major. And I'm like, he's made some mistakes in foreign policy. I will admit to that, but... They haven't really been major. I mean, he hasn't gotten us into any crazy wars. I mean, even though Republicans wanted to step up and start some wars, he's been like, no, no, let's not do anything rash. And uh, unlike our last president who got us into two wars, and we're still actually in one of them, you know, the longest longest running war in American history, it's better, I mean, and I understand sometimes we do have to go to war. That is, you know, part of the thing. But we don't have to go to war for everything. We really, right. really don't. Right. And, and right. Especially if you're not one of the people who has who's actually going to war, because war is hell. I'm sure you've heard that mm. said before. But like, yeah, I just went saw that movie American. I saw the movie American Sniper yesterday, right? Right. That's about this. Uh, the, the most prolific sniper in U.S. history, a guy named Chris Kyle. And it's a true story, huh? It is a true story, yes. He did four tours oh. of duty in Iraq. Okay. Almost drove him crazy. It looked like it's it in the trailers. I could, the trailers are so odd that I was kind of looking at it and going, is he going crazy? He almost did. I mean, he was on the edge, and it almost ruined his marriage. Thank God he had a, a pretty good family, and and he was a pretty good dude, and they were able mm-hmm. to work it out and figure it out. And, and mm-hmm. then once he came back, he started helping the other veterans, which is actually what got him killed, but that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. But the problem with sending people off to war, you know, and it's easy to get people to hyped up to do this, is that 
you typically, you know, if you discount all the major physical injuries that these soldiers come back with, there's a, yeah. a vast majority that come back with psychological injuries that aren't seen, and you're wondering why they're so crazy. But, you know, if you've been over there and seen what they've seen, it probably would drive most of us a little crazy. Yes, Malcolm. I agree. So, so I'm not I a big I'm not, you know, I'm a, I believe in the military. I believe in a strong military. Wasn't it myself? Mm-hmm. And I think, I almost think it should be compulsory for everybody to go to the military because it would help people understand what it's like. But bottom line is, I don't think we should be jumping into every war we see yet either because the damage that you do to the people that you send is irreversible in a lot of instances. It is, yeah. You drive these kids crazy, you have ruined them for life. And And it's almost like a silent killer. It's not anything that anyone gets to, okay, good. It's not anything that anyone gets to identify with necessarily. I my dad is a veteran, so I am sensitive to veterans. I am, but I'm not as sensitive to someone that comes back with psychological issues because they don't make it prevalent. The, 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 the news media doesn't make it known to me. Yeah, well, all you got to do is be a family member of one of these people. You know, you know, I forgot what the percentage I used to know. That the percentage of people whose marriages have ended when they came back from these wars because, you know, when they get back, the husband or wife are like, you know, why are you so crazy? You weren't crazy when you left, but you certainly mm. are crazy now. Mm. You know it, mm. You know what I'm saying? It, and I'm sure they're also saying, I don't get why nobody gets what I'm going through. I'm sure they're saying the same thing. Well, yeah, because, well, and I've heard it said that a lot of them feel that, you know, they only feel comfortable around other ex-soldiers, mm. you know, because they know what I'm feeling, mm. you know. Mm. That guy mm. who was in Iraq, even though you didn't serve with him, you got a pretty good idea that, well, he saw some of the same stuff I saw, and it was pretty jacked up. Mm. So... It's just, uh, like I said, I'm not a big proponent of the industrial war machine. Um, but I do think that we, we we definitely need a strong military. And there are instances that we do need to go to war. It's just not all the time. I every, little com- every little conflict doesn't require us to put troops on the ground. Right. Right. So, I get it. Just, that's just my feeling. So let's go on to a little sports thing, Tracy. So okay. Do you remember the the uh, Jerry Sandusky thing? This is kind of stupid too, but the Jerry Sandusky thing—the guy who had worked at Penn State and was accused of uh, yeah. allegedly molesting all these boys. Well, in that process, yeah. he went to prison. So I'm not I'm not talking about Jerry Sandusky here. Jerry Sandusky—he's okay. a pedophile. Um, yeah. But in the yeah. process, they actually took away all the wins from Joe Paterno, who was a legendary coach at Penn State. So he had, yes, he was I most, remember that. He was a winning, the winningest coach in, in Division One football history. And they avoided, like, pretty much every win he ever had, right, mm. because of Jerry Sandusky. Is that, well, is that possible? Then, is that possible? Is, is it, or the better question, should it be legal? How do you void something that's already a part of history? How do you void that is what I'm trying oh, to say. 
So when I say is that possible, I'm saying, like, that is such an egotistical alpha play stance for them to take on. Well, the NCAA regularly does that. If if, if a a college team is accused of cheating or a player is accused of cheating, they have regularly voided wins, championships, and the like throughout history. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, Mm. but you're right. How do you go back, you know, because, you know, if you remember the game being played, and you saw who yes. won, and you saw who lost. They yes. can come back and say, "Well, we changed. We're changing our mind. The other team won." But in your mind, you're still thinking. I mean, because let's go back to the, you know, the USC heyday. They they voided a lot of wins because Reggie Bush had some issues with the NCAA, so they took back some stuff from the USC and and him. Mm. After the fact, but anyway, let's not digress. Mm-hmm. Um, the NCAA actually is getting it right this time because they're going to reinstate the wins for Joe Paterno. Now, mind you, when they when when this Jerry Sandusky stuff was going around, it drove Joe Paterno into his grave. That man messed up. So here we are, years later, they're gonna they're gonna reinstate his wins, which is decent for the family. I mean, it's not going to bring back Joe because Joe's dead. They drove him into an early grave. And. Joe's paternal involvement had to do with the fact that he was the he coach. Was, he was the head he of the organization. Have he well, should have known, or some, did he know? Some like, people, some people said that remember. He, some people were said that he was made aware of, of the stuff that Jerry Sandusky was doing and did nothing. But you know, his backers and, and family all said that he didn't know anything about it. Had he known what Jerry Sandusky was doing. He would have done something about it. Who's to say? I mean, I wasn't there at the time, um, as, mm-hmm. a, as was not most of us. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's easy to sit in judgment of another human being without mm-hmm. having really been there. So, is this reinstatement of his wins have anything to do with a lawsuit? No. No. A lawsuit that, that the family did or a lawsuit that... I'm- I'm I'm wondering, yeah, did it come out of a lawsuit that the family did, or like, what's the purpose of like all this attention again on giving him back his wins? What's the purpose? Because no, like these are these are organizations what? that do things because it behooves them. Well, I would say this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, hold on a second, do I have it up here? Um, okay. What if you're Penn State? You want the wins back because that's that's your heritage, your football heritage, right? I respect that. Yes. You know, so people at Penn State, mm-hmm. the family of Joe Paterno, you know, because again, he was the winningest football coach ever. So you know, when you take away all his wins, well, he was just a nobody who was standing over you know, a pedophile. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the settlement is part of a lawsuit, but the lawsuit was filed by, but the lawsuit was filed by a state senator. Okay. And the the reason that the senator filed the lawsuit, it's always about money, right? Right. So when this when this stuff went down, uh, the NCAA took away they 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 levied a fine against Penn State, a huge fine. Mm. And and so okay, so Penn State being a state school, guess who pays that fine? 
Who? The state of Pennsylvania. Oh, so that's how the senator came into this. Okay, that's that makes sense. Uh, it totally makes sense. Totally oh. makes sense. <laughs> now I get it. You know, Lavender uh, just chimed in on this topic, and she said the IIRC, the president. I... Go ahead. What are you going to say? No, go ahead. No, guys, don't, don't oh, listen to what. The, the, the president, paternal, and the key law enforcement knew, but they did nothing. What does that mean to me? Well, what she's saying is that there are mm-hmm. and there are those who say that the the hierarchy of the college and the sports program they all knew about Jerry Sandusky was a big old pedophile and did nothing. That that has been argued. That's why the NCAA levied the the amount of fines against the university and took away all the wins and did all you know did all the actions against the university at the time. But see, that's to me, that's hard to prove. It's very mm-hmm. hard to prove, and um, you know. And then some of the players. I mean, of course, Jerry Sandusky. He's still saying he didn't abuse any boys, but I think the you know the evidence is pretty clear on that. <laughs> but um, to say that the hierarchy of the college knew uh, the president, the athletic director. The coach right. the football team to say that right. they they all knew that this was going on. Uh, to me, I, like I say, it's hard to prove. I mean, and that's you know. the difference. Not that they maybe didn't know. It's just hard to prove whether they knew. Two different things. Yes, it's not what you can say; is what you can prove. Isn't that always what they say? It's what you can prove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, um, that's... <laughs> you're laughing. I stuck there for a minute. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about that that was kind of funny because, um, all right, in any case, continue. <laughs> so, okay, so you probably didn't watch any football last week, huh, Tracy? I didn't. I told you, January has been... I feel like I'm in a cloud right now. I feel like I'm on cloud nine. I'm in a happy place, and I haven't been able to so far, Malcolm. Tell me about football. Well, last week you had your your uh, playoffs, and there was a lot of controversy last week because there were a number of calls that, for example, the Dallas Cowboys lost their playoff game on what I would think is a huge blown call, even though they've explained it and said that um, the receiver did, didn't did do what he was supposed to do. I was watching the game, and I actually haven't watched, you know, after the Dallas game, I actually turned off my TV because I was disgusted. I was absolutely wow. disgusted by what I saw. You know, wow. because what happened? the, the Cowboys, you know, at the end of the game, now mind you, Dallas really should have won the game because they were in control most of the game, but they let Green Bay back in it because they were playing Green Bay in Green Bay. And right. so Green Bay had taken a lead. They'd taken a, a, like a five-point lead. And Dallas had gotten mm-hmm. the ball, and they were driving down the field. And it had come down to a fourth-down play. And, you know, they had a, they had been driving, but they got stuck. And so they got to a fourth-down play. And, and so Tony Romo, the Dallas quarterback, the much maligned Dallas quarterback, threw up mm-hmm. a pass 
to his wide receiver, Des Bryant. Now, what Des Bryant did to me was phenomenal because when I saw the mm-hmm. play, it reminded me of plays that had been done in the 60s and 70s by the you know, Hall of Fame receivers of the eras that was just he, – he basically leaped up, grabbed the ball out of the air over the DB, landed, took three steps, and dove for the touchdown. And when he hit the ground, the ball jiggled free a little bit, right? But he okay. never lost control of the ball. So, huh. so it, okay. it was it was initially ruled a catch, Dallas ball on the one, but then they overturned it on appeal because they ruled that he did not make a what's known as a football move. Okay, and and that means that you 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 do something with the ball once you catch it, like you know make a cut, make a step, or whatever. To me, the mm-hmm. three steps and the dive for the end zone was a football move. I don't know what, you know, and so they have officials that this has been debated. I mean, because there are people on both sides of this who are like, this is either bullshit or not. Um, and it, it just was, to me, such a horrendous call. And, you know, and even the people who say, well, maybe the call was correct based on the rules, but the rules need to be changed because when you see something like that, he did everything that humanly possible. Right. And actually, had he not dove for the touchdown because that's of his competitive nature, he would have been secure with the ball and it would have been a, a, a perfect, it would have been a catch. But because right. of what he did, right. they're saying that the ball came loose. And I'm like, yeah, but the ball, he didn't fumble the ball. He never lost possession of the ball. And, and, and there, there are different rules of, you know, when a, a ball can be fumbled, when a ball can't be fumbled. And, and you know, one of the problems sure. I do have with the NFL, which is my favorite sport, my favorite league, is that they yeah. have yeah. instituted so many rules and sub-rules that sometimes it, it almost reeks of cheating. And, and I hate to use that word like that, mm. but it, it, it's really close to that because, I mean, years ago, um, the New England Patriots were playing the, the Oakland Raiders back when Oakland was actually a decent team. Uh, and they were in the uh, AFC Championship game, and they were playing right. in New England. And right. the Raiders, it was toward the end of the game, and New England was driving, but the Raiders, the Raider defense blitzed Tom Brady on this play. Tom Brady's the quarterback for the New England Patriots. He still is to this day. And right. they knocked the ball out of his hand to where the Raiders would have recovered. Okay. Game over. Raiders are going to the Super Bowl. Right. But what happened? And this was Tom Brady's first Super Bowl mind. This would have been the this was the beginning of their quote unquote dynasty. So okay. but what the, the official what the officials ruled was that they came up with this new idea which is called a tough rule and it's been in place since then, right? One of the most horrendous mm-hmm. rules to me in the in the game. So they ruled mm-hmm. that Tom Brady was actually not he didn't really fumble the ball because he was trying to tuck it. And so they gave mm-hmm. the ball back to the they gave the ball back to New England. They cleared a spot on the field, kicked the field goal, won the game, and, you know, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, my problem with the NFL is that they come up with these silly rules to benefit. I don't know if I you – know, do you want to say they want to benefit certain teams? I mean, because to me, the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys should have won the game last it, week. It, uh, there was also an incident in, in the Baltimore-New England game that created some controversy because – you know, New England played around with the rules a little bit because they're really good about it. I will give their coach credit for that. He's a very bright man. 
they got one of the smartest coaches in the league, but he plays with the rules and he gets over. And, you know, is that the league mm-hmm. saying okay? Or, you know, I, I don't know. I, is it favoritism? Or, is there favoritism? Are there certain teams is that there? the league doesn't want to see win? Is there? It, de- it depends on who you ask. Ask anybody who loves the mm. Raider Nation. I mean, because the Raiders, well, for the past 30 years, have been saying they've been cheated on. So who mm-hmm. knows? I mean, there are certain teams right. that are going to get the benefit of the doubt. There are certain teams that are not. So it's just, right. Right. you know, I have a friend of mine that thinks the whole thing is fixed. I don't believe mm. that because it would, it would require too many people to be involved, and, and there's too much money involved. It, it would be hard to get that many people involved in fixing these games to make them come out where they come out. But but, but are you saying fixing, or are you saying in a moment uh, situations get um, ruled in a moment? Maybe it's not fixing, but maybe it's you know what I mean? Well, because when I watch some of these sports, when they rule in a moment, it takes forever to unrule something. Like, you can't go back tomorrow and say, you gave the wrong move. Like, that's, like well, you're ruling they, in a moment, they, the win needs to happen today. How do you yeah, go back they, and, and fix but that? They, 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 but they can't fix it because they have ruled that, oops, we made a mistake yesterday. And, and they can't fix it. Right. There's nothing to do. The game is over. Once the game is over, That's the game my is point. Over. That's my There's point. No so but then that becomes my question. My question is, maybe it's not about is it a rigged sport technically or is, it, is there favoritism in the moment? Well, but it, isn't that the same thing? Not necessarily, Cause, Malcolm. Because if it's favoritism is, in the moment, you are you are determining the outcome of a game that's not being determined absolutely. on the field between the combatants. And, and any time it's not being determined on the field. And see, one of my problems with sports, I love sports, but there are sports that there are, you know, that the officials can play more of a part in than others. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, when you get the officials, you know, and, and their interpretation of certain things, because, you know, mm-hmm. most rules are black and white. When you read the rule, the rule is black and white. But the interpretation can be, you know, ten shades of gray, as, as left eye put it. You're like, they interpret it in a certain way. You're like, well, what the hell? I mean, like I said, there's a lot of upset football fans last week, especially if you lived in Dallas. I'm sure the whole state of Texas is just upset. Oh, God. I don't, I don't live there. But, but even if that's the case, I thought the Cowboys was one of the jobs. Does your theory hold up? Because, well, because I thought that was a that, fan favorite. They were playing a team that was even more favorite. You have okay. the Green Bay Packers. Okay. You know, okay. Mhm. I get it. You wow. Know, one of the more winning franchises in the in the league. And to be honest yeah. with you, Malcolm, like I'm not a sports enthusiast as you are, but I I do understand that. Football, I would think more than any other sport, has a huge gambling background to it. It's huge. And so well, yes, they get a little... Yes, people, people, and huh? see, that's another thing. That, that's yes, another thing. thank because, you. Thank you. When you add, because there's money on the line on every game. I mean, they bet... You'd be amazed at what they bet, you know. Um, 
I had mm-hmm. gone to Vegas, and they they, they bet whether, um, you know, who's going to score the first touchdown. Are it's going to be a running pass, run or a pass? Mm-hmm. Will it be a field goal? There's bets on all mm-hmm. of that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So every part of the game, and of course, you know, you you probably don't watch a whole lot of sports, but the Super Bowl, whenever they come to the Super Bowl, I'm sure you've seen the pools people bring around the squares. You you put your money on squares. Everybody when I when I used to them. work at a regular job, yes, but in this environment, nobody does sports. Jesus Christ, psychics do not do sports. <laughs> did you say Jesus Christ? <laughs> yes, I did. I always call on Jesus because psychics don't do sports. This is why I'm I'm so excited to have like this hour with you because I'm around a bunch of people. I might call them idiot savants. They're not. They just don't have the same interest that I have. And so I'm really surprised to have communications with people that don't go beyond their little world. I would say for your, your psychic friends, <laughs> psychic friends. <laughs> that, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. That they're not unlike the rest of the world because most people don't move outside of their small circle of interest, you know, you ask, if I, if I go into my office tomorrow, oh, not tomorrow, if we're closed, but if I go into my office on Tuesday and I bring up half the stuff that I think about on a regular basis, most people look at me with, the, with deer in the headlight eyes, like, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> what? Who's what? Where? Yeah. What? So yeah. I'm accustomed to That's, that's people most people in my circle, Malcolm. Well, that's most people in the world, Tracy. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it just is what it is. Yeah. Well, they say don't hate it's, the player, hate the game. Hey, did that come from Scott Rudin? Could you always say that? I thought it came from Jamie Foxx, but. Ah, <laughs> um, okay. All right. But, but I could be wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just a saying. Just a saying. That's all. The world we live in, Tracy, that's all it is. The world we live in. We've got to be happy. We've got to be happy. So, anyway. Oh, you have to make your happiness. That's true. That's true. You do make your Mm -hmm. happiness. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you, you choose it like everything else. You choose it, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, So, but getting back to, Mm -hmm. let's go back to the the stuff that's happened in Europe because uh, apparently there's a lot of, like, these hidden terror cells that that the the various governments and, you know, you have the French government, the Belgian government. Because the Belgian government actually discovered a cell that had, like, police uniforms and weapons, and they think that they were going to try to infiltrate the police and start killing police officers. Mm-hmm. So they've brought in, they've actually brought in their, their military onto the streets mm-hmm. of Belgium to sort of to help with the policing because, you know, people are scared. You know, we're in a world that, that I hate to, I hate to, to you know, just, just label terrorists like this because some people mm-hmm. are terrorists, but they really, really aren't. They're just, you know, some idiot that just thinks they want to be a terrorist. Like we had somebody here in the U.S. 
you know, he thought he was going to go do some stuff, but he got quickly busted because most of them ain't got the brain they was born with. They really don't. They're not bright people. They don't. Because if they, had a, if they yeah. had a brain, they wouldn't even be thinking about doing what they're talking about. So they're like, wait a second. That doesn't make any yeah. sense. Why would I do that? Well, and when you say when you say it like that, I I think what I hear you saying is that they are mental. There's a there's a disconnect. They have a mental illness, and they're easy to recruit. Well, that what well, that's a way of putting it. Because yes, there's a certain level of crazy. Yes. That is that's going on in this world, and you just wonder. But, mm-hmm. You wonder? Well, I just wonder. See, that's I think that's part of, you know, the bigger problem because, you know, I was listening to a talk show the other day and they were talking about, you know, how bad Islam is. But I, and I don't believe Islam is a bad religion. I think Islam is like any other religion. Now, are there some more radicalized elements of Islam? Yes, there are. But okay. a, lot of the places, mm-hmm. a lot of the places where Islam is big are in these poor and underdeveloped countries and who can be more radicalized than the poor? You know, the people who have been, you know, subjugated under under the, the a system of repression that doesn't allow them to, they can barely eat. So, who's more susceptible to do something crazy than a person who who's worried about? I can't feed my wife. I can't feed my kids. I can't feed myself. So we well, must attack. And, okay. We must seek mm-hmm. our revenge. Okay, and being that dirt poor, third world country poor. Um, that does bring about mental illness, Malcolm, because you're not being fed. Every cell in your body is not being fed. So it's interesting, that take. But in terms of, like, any religion and their extremities, Malcolm, remember we still have these groups over here that will bomb an abortion clinic. I mean, it hasn't happened in a while, but, but we have those people. Sometimes they're oh, no, no different. We didn't call them terrorists at the time. Yeah, but they, well, that's what they are. You know, so I, that goes Absolutely. back to my certain level of crazy. I mean, certain level of yeah. crazy is not based on a religion, even though there's some people that think, well, you know, because I've heard people say almost to the point that they want to ban, you know, the Islam religion, you know, ban all Muslims, but you, you can't. Absolutely I mean, because not. it's not the religion. I mean, if, if you read the Quran, the Quran doesn't preach all this stuff. Absolutely you know, fact, not. If you pick out, if you go, if you were to go talk to the terrorists that that did the stuff last week, and you actually asked them to recite a portion of the Quran, they wouldn't be able to because they never read it. The, all they know is what somebody told them. And right. most most extremists have that same problem. They didn't read, you know, because we have Christian extremists. They haven't read the Bible. Yeah. They can they can yeah. maybe quote a verse or two. You know, that's been yeah. repeat back something that somebody's told them. But had they read the book, their yeah. their take on it, or, and, and understood the book, because that's the other part of it. You have to understand what you read. If you understand yeah. what you read, the majority of religious yeah. books, well, in fact, I, I dare say all of them, they don't go they don't go crazy. They say a lot of things in them, but that's why you have to take the book as a whole and not the little pieces that you want to pick out of it. Yeah. Once you pick out the little yeah. pieces. Yeah, they, I mean, the Bible says some stuff that's a little crazy in pieces, but if you take the book as a whole and read it, you're like, that's not what they were saying. They're saying this. Exactly. Well, read the whole book, try I, to understand it. You'd be amazed. <laughs> okay. But, um, I mean, that's where it helps to study 
sections of the Bible, and you actually cannot read the Bible. I've known very few people, and I think you're one of them, that said, no, Tracy, I read it from one end to the next, which is fine. Yes. Understanding it from one end to the next, it's a, it's a totally different thing. I mean, there well, are parts in the two. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it's not really that difficult. No, well, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm trying. It I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, no, it's it's not that difficult because I have also read the Bible um, throughout the years. However, my Malcolm, there were certain parts of the Bible that he translated today. And there are certain people should not, cannot, there are certain parts of the Bible. Right. Translated now, is it an accurate translation? That's another story altogether. Right. It's been translated. And when I mean translated, I mean translated in today's time. Translated. The directions that that are given sometimes, the directions, the order that's placed in the Bible, you know, in terms of having a healthy society, whatever that means, does not translate in today's society. So sometimes you have to read the Bible and understand what was going on in that time, and then take a minute section of a certain part of the Bible and figure out how that relates to me today. Whereas there are some people that are like, absolutely not. This part of the Bible, this is what it says, and there you go, I'm killing the abortion doctor. Do you know what I mean? Like, Oh, no. It gets a little crazy. I used to work with a guy. He was a, a what I call a Bible thumper, so... You know, and, and I will Bible, give him credit because he's a Bible thumper. <laughs> a Bible thumper. That's, but but I, where I would give him credit is that he actually did read the Bible and, you know, and he studied it. But in my opinion, it kind of drove him crazy. So his take the on Bible everything. The Bible can was, drive you crazy. But it so can drive you crazy. He was very literal on everything. And, and when it got go. to uh, homosexuality and all kinds of, you know, a number of other things. He was uh, had very extreme views, and you know I would talk to him. But is talked. homosexuality even mentioned in the damn Bible? Not the word. I mean, it, it, it's you know, shouldn't lay with a man should not lay with man. But does it say that? It does. Yes, it does say that. But the problem with this is, yeah, you're right. You know, the Bible was written in a certain time. And, you know, yeah. if you get back to reading you know, what Jesus said about everything, you know, because... Okay. okay, can I ask you a question? Where it okay. says that, is that one of the letters in the New Testament? It's not in the New Testament. It's in the Old it's Testament. In, it's, in the, it's in the Old Testament. Yeah. But anyway, because yeah. in the New Testament... The New Testament is the uh, the gospel, right? That's Jesus. So, no, but then the you're New also Testament, the letters. But they're well, the, the well, gospel. but everything is just everything is following Jesus in the New Testament. Everything in the Old Testament is the stuff before Jesus. 
Right. See, but some of if you're if no. you're a Christian, you know, <laughs> allegedly. Some of the letters. Some of the letters after Jesus died, the apostles were sent out in the community. Some of the letters were had some well, extreme views. Well, that's because those are the letters. That's a different thing. If you read the letters from Paul, yeah, Paul Paul had extreme views. But Paul was an extreme person during his time. He actually was a tax collector that got turned. So he wasn't, you know. I won't get into Paul myself. No, it's okay. Even in the New Testament, I'm just saying, even in the New Testament, there are things that cannot be applied to today's society. It just cannot. You just kind of have to look at it and go, oh, that happened in this time. I get it. And there's no relationship to what's going on today. That's why I say everybody have to, should read, have to look at read. That's why you should just read the whole thing and just see what you get out of it. Just see. Uh, you know, that's, like that's also very dangerous, though, because people are crazy. You, you. Well, I don't think crazy. you should read it. I think you should. It should be an education. I think it should be studied. I think it should be talked about. I think it should be broken up. I don't think you should read the Bible from beginning to end. Not everybody has the wherefore thou to live a healthy life when all is said and done. That's what I think. Okay, I'm not going to argue that point, Tracy. I'm not going to argue <laughs> that point with you. Yeah, if, if that's what you feel, I, maybe you're right. Hell, I don't know. What do I, mean, I know? You know like, a... I'm not arguing, though. I'm not arguing. I just think that people are crazy, and not everyone has the ability to read the Bible. Very few people can well, and speaking on the Bible, um, uh-huh. I have a little segue here. We'll get off the Bible, and I'll segue over to the Supreme Court because okay. this week the, the Supreme Court announced that they're ex- actually going to finally rule on the legality of gay marriage throughout the country because, you know, they've ruled in, in, in section, section, you know, can this yes. be overturned, can this not be overturned. And so yes. what they're taking up, and they're, and they're going to take they're it up. They're not the really section. dealing with it. They're not really dealing with it, right? Well, they're, they're going to deal with it now. Interesting. They're going to take it on. Um, they're going to. I, I think that's interesting. I also think that their decision to finally take it on again is a safe position because most states have opened themselves up to legalizing um, gay relationships. So I think well, it's safe. I think they're going to make a decision before Obama gets out of office. Oh no, it will be the decision will be made before then because. Um, okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this country, you know, there's there's. I think it's gay marriage is legal in 35 states in this country, right? Right. So that so that leaves 15 states where it's not, but. The, the 15 states where it's not aren't the most mm-hmm. populous states. So, so technically, about 70% of the population live in a state that has uh, gay marriage is legal. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and so mm-hmm. even this month, even this month, um, mm-hmm. Florida, Florida actually became the 36th state. So we have 36 at night. It's more than 35. 30, uh, mm. Florida and mm. DC. Both started allowing in January, so 
Mm-hmm. So I guess the Supreme Court is saying, look, you know, it's time for us to start ruling on this because it's getting a little out of hand. Yeah. So um, I don't know where you stand. I'm pretty sure I know where you stand on that. Let me oh, you know where I stand. <laughs> oh, pretty I hope idea. you know where I stand. A pretty good idea. Uh, to you personally, the way I've always mm-hmm. looked at it, I really don't care one way or the other. I mean, if they allow it, that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, because it doesn't have any bearing on my life. I mean, I, I do have a family member that uh, is gay and married. And great mm-hmm. for them. Right, right. You know, great for them. Um, I mean, I don't think it's it's something that should really be banned. So, I mean, mean, we have a lot of things we should ban. I think we should Mm -hmm. look at our weapons law, to be honest with you, because we got way too many people walking around with dangerous weapons. Uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. It's easier easier to allow gay marriage than to deal with the NRA. Trust me on that. (laughs) Yeah, well, like I said, they're not... I'm not so gay. Marriage doesn't bother me one way or another. I'm not gay, so I mean, if they can right. get married, you know what I always say about right. gay marriage. What's that? Let gay people get married, and they're going to figure out their marriage is not easy for them either, because <laughs> marriage, <laughs> marriage is not easy for anybody. So, exactly. to stop them from being married, first of all, they're already together. <laughs> It's not easy, right? Period. That's you know, the I, real problem. I have some, I have some friends that you know, these staunch right wing Christian idiots. Well, mm-hmm. are they really my friends? That's the question. Uh, but these people well, that I know who mm-hmm. are, are completely, you know, on one side. I have one of my brothers is really anti-gay, but that's his. You know, I think he's just a little homophobic, honestly. But the problem with okay. with people and, and their takes, the takes on this stuff is that, mm-hmm. you know, I think they're intimidated by homosexuality or something like they think they can catch it, like it's a disease that, you know, if you sneeze on me, oh, my God, now I'm gay kind of thing. Um, and like I've always said, I don't think it works like that. It really doesn't work like that. I don't think you can catch it. It's not something right. that I can, you can't talk me into it, I mean, because it's not something you can be talked into. I mean, don't you, right. you can be talked into trying it, but you know everybody who tries crack doesn't start smoking crack. Mm. So, let's say you got talked right. into a homosexual uh, encounter. That right. doesn't mean that you're gonna like it and stay there. You might find like, oh my god, that's so unnatural. <laughs> Let me go back to being a heterosexual. Right. I don't. Right. Know, that's just that's just my belief in it. I, I don't really know how it works because again, God didn't give me that one. So. Right. I have something to say, and I lost my train of thought. Just like what? It's like cucumbers. I don't really like cucumbers, and God apparently didn't give me the the desire for cucumbers. You don't like cucumbers? I love cucumbers. Yeah, a lot of people do. I I know I'm alone here, so. I mean, I absolutely love cucumbers. I, I I know my brothers all love cucumbers. Every one of my brothers <laughs> absolutely love cucumbers. I don't understand. I don't understand that liking cucumbers. Like I literally can just have a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of oil, maybe some black pepper, and I could just eat cucumbers thinly sliced. Oh my god, so good. 
Yeah, see, I don't feel that way. <laughs> have you ever that. tried but, it that way? Tracy, I came up in the Southern family. My whole family eats this stuff. I just don't like it. Now, mind you, I've tried it and on numerous occasions. I, I, I will still get a cucumber in my salad just because I know they're good for you. Because I'm one of those idiots. I'll eat something I don't like just because it's good for you. But what does cucumber have to do not, with being southern? Uh, well, I don't know. I just thought that because my, my well, maybe it's because my mom just likes it because my whole life has been cucumbers. And so oh, I always oh. everything my, everything my mom does, I I assume has something to do with her southern heritage because oh, <laughs> pretty much everything we sense. we ate when we were kids. <laughs> The bottom line is, through all these times of eating cucumbers, I, ha- I had a cucumber in my salad last week. I still don't mm-hmm. like them. I just mm-hmm. don't like them. I don't like the taste. Mm-hmm. I don't like the texture. There's nothing about them I like. The only thing That's that I, I do know is, uh, the only thing I do know is that they are good for you. So I will eat them from time to time. Yes, I understand. That's hilarious. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm just saying, there's nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> no, and see, that's why that's what I equate to any other thing that somebody else does that you don't do. You know, homosexuality. That there's nothing wrong. Okay, exactly. There's nothing wrong right. with it. Everybody but, um, has the right to be them. But they do. And and you know, it's time for the Supreme Court to finalize this. If they're the ones that can help society move on, let's do this then. Hey, but, well, but, we'll go, but say, well, I agree. Say it on a theme. Have you been watching Empire? Uh, yes, I have. And do you see where Empire is pushing envelopes? I mean, pushing the button, pushing, pushing the window well, out, like I mean, opening the windows. The, you know, everything. they have the they have the gay son and the gay, yes. the gay hip-hop son. I guess he's playing Frank yes. Ocean. I'm not sure. But they have this hip-hop son. And, of course, what is his father's feeling toward his son? His father's feeling like, get that gay. You know, they, he's just not mm-hmm. poor. The mother, on the other hand, is like, that's my baby. That's right. Damn right. So, that's right. But that's a mom, too. A mom is going to be like, that's my baby. It depends, though. Um, I guess from what I hear about people and their homosexual beliefs, some people mm-hmm. are a little. I mean, they're going to be real far to the right on that issue. So, well, yeah. you could stay real far to the right, especially like if you, if you're a parent, you could if you want to, or you could make a decision and be in your child's life at. At, well, at the cost of but, not, like, it's a cost. There's a big cost if you have such a strong disposition. Because, I mean, we've even seen, like, movies, like, stuff like this, where, like, a dad has this strong disposition, the father and the son don't talk for 20, 30 years, and then the father's at the end of his life. When, he, when the dad finally figures out, I fucked up. I'm sorry. And then you have to have this final moment with your dad where there's forgiveness and, you know, I, I wish I could have been more open, all the things that I missed out on. You can have a position you, you want, uh, talking about, like, parents that have to deal with these issues every day, 
or you could just love your child. Two different things. Well, look at Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney has a daughter. That's right. And so mm-hmm. while he was vice president, you know, he pretty much, you wouldn't, you, you, you couldn't talk about, you know, any gay issues, you know, screw the gays. But after he became a former vice president, now it's like mm-hmm. he's all for gay marriage, you know. Of course my daughter should be able to be married. Why would I stop right. right. So sometimes people do it for their own twisted reasons. Absolutely. And I get that. I'm not mad at him for that either. He never... Oh, I'm, it, I'm mad at him on so many levels. <laughs> I know. I know on different things. But he did... If I remember correctly, I don't remember him putting down gays, did he? Well, and I, I can't say 100% that he did. He just wasn't... Right. How's that? He wasn't for him. And, but. and he might have... Yes. I agree that there was some sort of discrepancy between him being in office and then leaving office and then the acknowledgement of my daughter is gay. Like, I remember feeling uncomfortable about that. I remember thinking, are you kidding me? <laughs> Did she just turn well, gay after you left office or has she always been gay? And what, you're, what have you you've been that did I miss something? So I, I get ladder. what you're trying it's to say. Ladder. She was always gay, but... You know, and, and, but see, Dick Cheney was like one of the worst things ever anywhere that hit our country, um, yeah. my opinion. Yeah, he's worse than Bush. Hey, he getting back to Empire, yeah, but but he was also the president. Yeah, well, let's go. Let's, <laughs> okay, get back to Empire. So that whole administration was a problem for me, but. Um, <laughs> but getting course, back you to Empire. Wait, what did you say? I said, of course, you could tell I prob- I did not vote for them either. Oh, of course not. I know you didn't. But getting back to Empire, I think it's interesting that Empire is dealing with gay life for the black community. You're dealing with it. Somebody has to deal with it. Well, like There's I tell everybody. There's a lot everybody. of gay black men. Atlanta is full of men on the, you know, on the lowdown. Like, let's deal down with low. it. Let's not be... Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> down low. Not low down. Down low. Low down, dirty shame. No, it's a down low. DL. Keep it in mind, Tracy. Let's keep it together. Um, I can't. I always do things up. So, um, but being on a down low is, is a little different than just be openly gay, too. Understand? Oh, I is there? I don't know. I didn't know that. Well, okay. Think about what the download means. The download means that you are a gay person, but you're not out of the closet. So, to everybody who knows okay. you, they think you're a heterosexual. Great. And some of these, some okay. of these guys will date women, but they also date men too. And, and because of the potential problems that are involved with that, you know, it, it's yeah. it, it's become synonymous with you know. Bad. You don't want to be on a yes. DL. Yes, yes, yeah, so, right. Mm-hmm. So. But I'm just but saying, anyway, I'm really, really proud with Empire for dealing with, you know, gay issues at this stage of the game. Well, the thing, the thing I like about dealing with them out in the open is that you have a less prevalence of people on the down low because the reason that we have a down low is that you know people don't want to come out to their friends and families because they will be ostracized and and. That, and 
families and their friends because there's uh, there's a good segment of especially the black community that won't accept a gay family member and, or a gay yeah. friend. Like I know I know people today, right this minute, who if they found out that you know a friend of theirs was gay, they would never speak to him again. Literally. Mm. Mm-hmm. It makes me so sad. Thanks. Well, uh, all you can do is try to enlighten people and let them know that, you know, a person's sexuality does not directly define who they are. I mean, it really just doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if I think about all my heterosexual friends, do I sit around and we talk about all the sex we're having? I say not. We don't talk about that kind of stuff. It's nobody's business, right? You know, but, you know, well, that's one of the discussions I had with my brother because he thinks that, you know, if somebody, okay, that's all you're going to hear about is, you know, the sexuality part of being gay. And it's like, um, mm. you probably, that's probably not a big topic of discussion, would be my thought. Yeah. You know, just like my heterosexual friends, we don't sit around and talk about, you know, intimacy and who's doing who and why and what, where, because, you know, I, I, especially at a certain age, that's none of, that's nobody's business except who you're doing at the point. You know, it's not a topic of discussion. You know, I don't go into a room with a bunch of guys like, hey, guess what I did today. You know, it's not that kind of party. Yeah. It just becomes gross at some point anyway. Pretty much. I don't want to hear about it. Another guy walked to me and wanted to tell me all of his exploits. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, (laughs) bro. (laughs) Too much information here. I don't want to know this. I, I just want the visions. I don't want the vision inside my head. <laughs> yeah, and that's part of it. So now I think I'm looking at you and you're naked and them, and I'm like, no. Because I have a really good imagination. <laughs> my imagination goes full bore, so you start describing stuff, and I won't be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm going to have all this stuff rolling around in my head that I don't necessarily need. <laughs> All right, Malcolm, it's that hour. All right, witching hour. The bell has tolled. <laughs> you say the oddest thing. <laughs> I read a lot, Tracine. I can't help. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> All right, get going. All right. Well, Tracy Toodles. You have a great day. and have a good week. Yes, I will. Okay, take it easy. Okay, take it easy. Hello? Hello? Yes, I said this is on the line. Yes, this is Tracy. Who's this? Hi, Tracy. This is Samantha. Samantha, hi, honey. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? How's your family? Happy New Year. Oh, thank you. Happy I, New Year, too. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think my grandbaby hates me because he broke my computer. <laughs> 
he poured water on my computer. So we're in a love-hate relationship now. That relationship has already begun. It's not love-love. It's not unconditional love anymore. It is what the hell are you doing and why are you walking and stop it. It's, everything is stop. No, stop. stop. What, what are you doing? Like, it's a nightmare. I'm now in the living house. Is he house. two years old yet? No. He just turned oh, one. That's an advanced he, baby. He, he is advanced, actually. Yeah, he Yeah, he is. He's not walking, though, so physiologically he's right on target, but there are odd things that he does that I'm like, like the other day, if, if you don't mind me saying, he was holding a bagel, and mm-hmm. he had the bagel for the first time, and it had jelly on it, and he was eating too much of the bagel. So I'm like, listen, you're going to die. I get up, he's sitting across from me, I get up to grab the bagel from him, and this kid was literally pushing me, like holding his bagel off to the um, to the right, the side. and with his other hand, yes, pushing me away, and I'm like, you don't have the intelligence with it. Are you kidding me? Like, it was so funny. It was hilarious, that, like how smart he is. I'm like, what? I should be able to get up and grab a bagel from a one-year-old, and he was like, get the hell away from me. I mean, your son is gifted, and you're gifted, too, so I'm sure he has both of you in in him, so he knows better. He definitely, definitely, without a doubt, has the gift. Hold on a second. So Kakalia is listening. She goes, laugh out loud. Oh, by the way, most of my um, radio clients are in Florida. How odd is that? Kakalia <laughs> goes, laugh out loud. The laptop that divided the relationship. Maybe it's a message. Okay. <laughs> I love the fact that the laptop divided the relationship. I really need to dive into that, Kakalia. See what the hell that is about. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's going on, Samantha? Well, I'm happy. I made it to a new year. I'm happy that you are doing so well with Sean on the on the show on YouTube. Thank you. I love you. it, and I'm watching Thank it all the time. You. <laughs> Thank you. And Thank you. I'm hoping career is going to pick up, and I'm going to get a new job soon, and things will get better. Always got to be Well, let me tell you what I'm getting from your voice. Okay. Give me a question, though. Give me a question real quick. Okay. I don't want to just pull the card. Give me a question. Will I get a wonderful new job that's good pay soon? Okay. Let me tell you what I'm getting from your voice, Amanda. You have brightness in your voice. You have a quick spirit in your voice. You know, your voice sounds really, really happy. I think I am. I I honestly am. Yeah. 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 I think it's you I think you were in recovery mode. And sometimes it takes a minute. One, two, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And you sound like from from a deep place inside, from your core. You actually sound happy to me. I feel like you may have been struggling for like 18 months or so. 
Yep. Um, Samantha, you have a younger sister, right? Yes. How old is she? She's 18 now. Oh, she's 18. That's good, 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 good. At least she's old enough. Um, but there's something going on with her. Oh. Does she? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does she have, there's something going on with her. Did she graduate high school yet? No, she's graduating this June. Oh, okay. And are you guys confident that she's graduating this June? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, she's very worried about her GPA, but she's at a, a 3.5, so she oh, just wants to get good. a good enough GPA to get into this really prestigious school for the medical program. Oh, wow. Um, they worried. Maybe that's what I'm looking at. More worried than anything. Um. I want to make sure, Samantha, that she doesn't worry herself to craziness. Yeah. I know. I definitely okay. try to mellow her out and calm her down because she's so smart. She's very gifted. She can do it. It's just she's a Virgo, so she overly analyzes. Oh, absolutely. Virgos, Virgos are top achievers. Like they just, and if they, if they're not top achievers. Um, they like to marry, you know, successful men. Um, but but they also, even if they are top achievers, they still like to marry successful men. That's just a Virgo. I know a lot of Virgos. Um, the school that she wants to get into, is it out of Florida, out of the state? No, it's in Florida. Um, it's UM, the University of Miami Medical Program, and that is, like, cream of the crop when it comes to, like, the medical program. So it's very, very mm. hard to get in. And that's why does she's, she like, wearing Yeah, she does. She has other schools in Florida that she can that she wants to go to, but that's, like, her top choice. Uh-huh. Both schools are in Florida? Yeah, there are other ones that are really good. Um, FAU, I believe, has a good medical program. And... She's just worried about, like, getting her test scores in a good range so that they'll be likely to get her and scholarship okay. awards. Okay. So this, she comes out stronger in your reading rather than you, right? I think she's making herself completely, completely crazy, which then tells me that she's setting the bar so high that it's, I feel uncomfortable. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, don't tell her. Is she with me? No. No. Okay. Um, I see her possibly going out of state. Okay. For whatever reason. So I want to make sure that she applies in state and out of state. Um, for whatever reason, she has a better chance with a college out of state. Okay. And I and I think what's happening here is that she's setting the bar so high that she becomes stressed that she doesn't accomplish what she really, really wants, which is the University of Miami. It, it's just, the bar's just too high. 
even though she's qualified. Yeah, you're right about that. She does that to herself a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't want her to see herself as not so much as a failure because she doesn't feel that way, but it's just kind of like, how could I not finish first? How can I not finish it? It's like that person that's running a relay and the expectation is so high on that person right off the bat they begin to have physical ailments, you know what I mean? And they have to nurture this and nurture that and everything that's needed yeah. to the race. But, but every eyes are on you. It's almost psychological, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Which gives me a little bit of concern because there's such a little girl inside of her that there's, um, I feel like she's not appreciating who she, who she is today. Like, she's a good girl, she's qualified, she's highly intelligent, and she's not, like, enjoying 18. Yeah. I, I know but, what you're talking about. Thank you. I I think, um, is she looking for scholarship? Yes. I The way I get it, I think that there is, a really, really good scholarship, and maybe that's what she needs to look at more than trying to get into the University of Miami. There's a really, really good scholarship coming to her from a school that's out of state. Okay. That's wonderful. All right. So let's find out about you and working. So I do see you working. I feel like something comes through one month, no later than two months. Um, um, it could be city, government, something to that effect, Samantha. Mm-hmm. State, city, government, something to that effect. Um, bigger than you realize, bigger than you realize. I don't, it doesn't feel like just a job. It's kind of like, oh my God, I got a really good job with this company. There's some association with federal city government or funds from federal city government, or they can't even do their job. Uh, This is a type of company that is is available and and viable from federal money or the state funds them, something like that. Okay. Wow. Some sort of program. I want to discover California. Now that I'm thinking about it. Now that I'm thinking about it because it feels federal and then it feels state also, which is kind of odd because I keep saying federal. Um, mm-hmm. Have you checked into jobs under Covered California? No, I haven't. Um, I would appreciate if you did. Okay. Because it feels federal, and yet it feels state, and that's kind of odd for me because it doesn't make sense. Or it felt like it felt like it was maybe maybe it felt like it was funded from the from the government and the state controlled it, something like that. And so when I got that impression, I was like, wait a second, that sounds like covered California to me. Which, Samantha, is huge in terms of employment. 
and they they pay decent money, not 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 like eight dollars an hour. They pay decent money based upon the cost. Um, and I see you getting this job within a month, no later than two months. Now, I, and I'm not saying cover California. I'm saying I see you getting a job. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Samantha, you're going to be working. Yes, it does. You know, I get the four stores. Four stores is one of those costs. You're asking about job, but it is one of those costs that's either scary or it gives me an impression. So four stores means does mean vacation, does mean hospital stay, but that's not meant for you. When I'm asking about a job, it could be hospital-related, and I'm back to cover California. Okay. There's some and, – and it's big. Like, I know here what's big for us is HealthNet, um, LA Care, something like that. All of those companies have had huge expansion um, job-wise, all of those companies, because the demand is so great right now. And you're right. Yeah. I personally um, have a yeah, job. What? What part of Florida do you live in? Miami. Oh, you live in Miami there. Okay. Hold up. It looks like it's look under Indeed, I-N-D-E-E-D dot com. Oh, that's wonderful. I have an account with them. (laughs) Do you really? Yes. Well, there you go. There you go. There's no accidents. You know that. Yes, I do. Um, so, so I, you see, covered California job. So I would say, Samantha, make that your focus. Yes, I will. Make, make covered California your focus. I definitely will. Um, see, now you're making me happy. I can't <laughs> wait. Okay. Why, why don't we end it here because it's on a really, really good note. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you hustle and you do everything that you can because I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Oh, God. Thank you so much. Okay, girl. You're welcome, Samantha. And you keep me posted. Because I'm all of a sudden I'm excited too. So you do everything you can to get a job undercover California. I mean everything. And if you need a reference, you have to include me as a reference. Oh, thank you so much. You have to. I wanna have your back. Absolutely. Oh, you I've known you for two and a half years, so do whatever it takes. I will. Thank you so much, Tracy. You don't know how much I love and appreciate you. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Samantha. It's hard for me to accept compliments, but thank you. (laughs) All right, girl, get going. Okay, bye. Bye.
Hey, Tracy. How are you? Oh, man. Today was a wild week. Was it? Why? Yeah. Um, A lot of people got fired. What? Uh, (laughs) uh, What? Yeah. That I didn't know about. Um, But apparently... The, the, well, okay, I will say one person got fired, but it was mm-hmm. one of those things where nobody likes them, so everybody's okay. happy about it. But, okay, this, All right. this person has always been good to me. So, and uh. I, I was the only person, well, me and another person, we were the only ones who felt sad about it. Mm. And,. There, there, there was someone who, you know, one of the people that I actually liked there, who was, mm-hmm. you know, very bitter about it and talking about how, oh, if that person died tomorrow, I would dance on their grave. And I'm like, oh, that's God. a little bit, that's a little Are bit much. <laughs> Are you, anybody that says that, it, that's, oh my God. They're like they kept, repeating, they kept repeating it over and over, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm seeing more and more why you haven't gotten ahead. Ah, <laughs> uh, good point, bit, right. You're a little bit on that's, the off side. Because <laughs> that's kind of mean, Lavender. Come on. I mean. There's very <laughs> few people that I can say that I hate. Very few people, Lavender, who you know been on top of it. I I would want to see that. It's weird. Listen, the emotions run deep in that place. I'm finding out. I'm just like, man, whatever. Mm-hmm. As long as I get what I want, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, not but you only don't that, energetically kill somebody to get right. what you want. That's and weird. actually and actually think about it and contemplate what you're going to do after they're gone. That's weird. That's oh, so weird. That's so, that's so scary. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But the, I mean, the other thing that made the week hard is mm-hmm. now, I'm, I don't, I don't remember how long we've known each other, a year and a half, two years. Yeah, but yeah. As you, you and I, you mean? And, yeah. Yeah. But as you and some About of the listeners can, you know, guess, I can be a critical person, a sharp person yes. maybe, yes, someone okay. who doesn't Absolutely. tolerate inefficiency. There's this yes. new person on the job who basically yes. got it because they knew someone. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. This this person is, by all appearances, is a nice person, but they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Mm. And it drives me nuts because... They feel like they can trust me to keep their secrets about them being an idiot. So whenever oh, they need help God. with something, not good. Oh, shit. which is everything, That's a problem. they come to That's me. That's a problem. They That's use my problem. stuff. They mm-hmm. don't replenish it. And mm-hmm. this person doesn't even know how to calculate a percentage. Now, I can understand mm. if you haven't been in school for a very long time and you don't use it every day, so you basically forgot. That's whatever. But you're in a position where not, you really that's not need. not what's happening. You you to need to know job. how to add. <laughs> mm. You need to know how to add. And not only that, not only that, this person has the nerve to tell me everything about their girlfriend and ask me out on a date. Mm. 
You're getting on my nerves, and I'm telling you, if this goes on for another couple of weeks, I'm going to curse you out. He says, oh, I don't think you're that kind of person. He says, I don't care what you think. Oh, you dear. Oh, you don't dear. know me. Oh, dear. You don't right. know me. Oh, dear. And, and, oh, dear. And, you know, um, <laughs> it's, it's building up. It's building up. I know myself. I know myself. I really mm-hmm. want to curse this guy out. <laughs> um, I really don't. Um, um, um. And it's it's not that he's a bad person. He's just getting on my nerves. Um, um, um. But yeah, so he's this, one this of the week, new ones, but they got rid of a whole host of people. But he's one of the new ones. No, actually, the person he's replacing just quit out of nowhere. Mm, <laughs> and that. and and the people, the the two people that they got rid of under the guise of resigning, those were people who. One of them was a person who needed to go. I saw that from my own eyes. That person was mm-hmm. what the kind of person who is the gatekeeper or feels like they were the gatekeeper. Actually, both of them. They felt like they were the gatekeepers and only certain uh-huh. people could go through the gate. Uh-huh. And not not to say not to say but that the, the gate, company... But the gatekeeper can always be the blocker. Yeah, that's what they were. That's, that's not always were. a good thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not to say that the that the company is doing the right thing by compl- by replacing them because they thought they were doing the wrong thing. They're looking out for their interests and putting their versions of gatekeepers in there. Oh, so, wow. I mean, it's it's there there's a lot of change going on and I'm actually very happy that I'm there while this is happening because when I was there the first time, I didn't see any of this. Mm. <laughs> I mean, wow. I still like it there though. I'm ready to get out and go up. But, well, well, first of all, <clears throat> you do sound like you like it there. Let's be clear about I love that. it there. Yeah. I yes, love that place. Yes. But I can tell in your voice, you do sound like you like it there. Um, but that was going to be my other question um, because you sent me that text last week, and I'm wondering, like, Don't are you on air. ready? Don't I'm not. I'm not. I know now. I know. I know. Are you ready to go to the next level? If they gave me a test today, no. Oh, okay. All right. If they gave me a so, test in two months, yes. That was going to be my next question. What does it take to get you to to that next level so that when the time comes, when the opening comes, when the confidence is there, you could just say, hello. No. That's not how that is just the only surefire way that I know of is sucking somebody's dick. That's the only way I know. No, Lavender. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. I'm being dead serious. No. 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 Change no, I'm the I'm game. Dead Change the game. No. I'm dead I'm dead serious. Seriously. Change Seriously. The, change the fucking game. No. <laughs> no. And, you know, not even an attractive penis, a really old and wrinkly one. Oh, no. <laughs> When I'm at what I'm asking in terms of like what you're saying, I'm asking mm-hmm. about going to another country. In order to get to another country, what does that take? 
I mean, honestly, it, it depends. It's not going to be as easy as I thought it was going to be. I already know that. Oh wow. Um, and and I don't I don't think we ever talked about this, but I mentioned to you how there are two two forces. One of them extremely powerful. Who are they're really not having it for me, leaving. And they made themselves oh, perfectly no. clear. Perfectly no, you clear. did not tell me that. You did not tell me that. Um, Shit. But, I mean, but it's, I mean, that, that part isn't the end of the world because I have information that they don't, and they've been hounding me for this information, and that's how I know mm-hmm. that I'll be good eventually, or, e- okay. or either way, whatever they have planned. It's just, it may be this year, it may be next year. I'm gunning for this year. Okay. Excuse All me. right. I would say, but but in terms of your education level, are you doing everything it takes so that whether they can deny you or not is two different things, but could, could you not be denied because they say you're not ready? Are you doing what um, it takes to get ready? Listen, listen. This game is so dirty. There is someone who got a 100% on the exam, and they still say no because they don't like they don't like her personality. So it's not impossible. I already know that I'm I'm getting it. I just have to make sure that I don't slip up. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Excuse me. Totally. I mean, you know, they're they're over there whining and being better, and I'm over here like, yeah, okay. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Fair enough. I get it. Mhm. But that, I mean, this, 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 this dude. I, I, I know how I can be. So whenever I go, whenever I go to work, and two other times, I have to take a time out and breathe and be like, listen, this guy's annoying. He's used to getting his own mm. way. You know, mm. he's he's one of those kinds of guys. So yeah, keep it cool. He's. Friends with somebody very important, so shut your mouth. Oh Lord! Now, yeah, you keep mentioning to me how cute he is. Are yeah, you he's very trying cute. to keep your cool? Mm-hmm. I hear that. You've said it several, several times. <laughs> Are you trying to keep your cool because you could fall? No, hell no. Listen, okay, no, okay, okay. Maybe that's for like, I'm, maybe that's for like the thinking. first, maybe for like the first three days, but after. No. After after that, ugh, I think you'll need a man. After that, no. I just think that he's also a coworker, so huh? you want to be careful. I I think that he's also a coworker, so you oh, want yeah, to be careful. That's not. That's not. I mean, it, no. Yeah. He he's, he's okay. He's very aggressive, though. I won't say that. Well, he's aggressive because he's Rico Suave. He knows how sexy he is. That's why he's aggressive. He's not that sexy. Well, I I say he's really. Excuse <laughs> me, ain't that sexy? Does he think so? Does he think he's yeah. as sexy as he? Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, he does. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> and and you you know what though. This mm-hmm. actually reminds I've been thinking about this. I asked you about this guy, this Mexican guy, a while ago, maybe over a year ago. Um, uh-huh. he, 
this situation that could happen reminds me so much of that Mexican guy where this person Ooh. was very cute. The Mex- my one of my exes. He was very cute. Oh, he had okay. a. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that he was aggressive, but he was so sure that he could get me that I felt very offended by it. So we were playing mm-hmm. mind games with each other, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like mm-hmm. very bad mind games. So this situation reminds me of that, except my Mexican ex was very smart. <laughs> Well, he must have been smart because you're calling him an ex. Oh, yeah. Well. (laughs) He was very smart. He absolutely was smart. (laughs) And very sneaky. Well, sometimes that's all, guys. But you know what? I was sneakier and smarter, so that's why he's an ex. Well, you probably had to get smart to, to outwit him, no doubt. But you know what? Probably though? have to wake I, I, up. I'm I'm so I'm so weird that when I feel like someone is coming after me and they're insulting mm-hmm. my intelligence and my preferences and and just mm-hmm. really getting in my space when I didn't invite them there, I can yes. I can be pretty nasty. I can. You're a Sagittarian. <laughs> oh, he was a Scorpio. He was worse. <laughs> Oh, but Scorpios get what they want. And he didn't, so boom. And remember, Scorpios (laughs) sing. They sing, so he probably went toe-to-toe. It's probably a good match in terms of... He did, yeah, he did. Right, you know. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying that... What, what? Huh? I don't always think it's a good idea to date people... Uh, plus or minus the sign that you're in. Oh yeah, because I think that's a, a that's a it's not a square, but it's slightly below. I think it is a square, or slightly below. I think a it is too. <laughs> I love the way you think in terms of numbers. Bless you. But I have found. I mean, of course, don't listen to my theory a hundred percent. Please don't, because. What can I tell you with their book? Yeah, I, yeah. I think I. So your theory, and you can't, I, you can't stand them. Your theory matches with the Astro Twin theory. Okay. You want to make me mad? Do you seriously? <laughs> did you seriously bring up those fake bitches? Are you serious right now? I hate them. Do they well, even does. have two brains to put together? I fucking hate them. What <laughs> do they say? They actually they, formed a sentence? They formed a sentence. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate yeah, those bitches. They, yeah, what they did said, they say? Uh, they, they copied it. That... They copied it. Um, I, I would, I would have to go, I would have to go to my computer to look up the actual terms that they use, but like sextile, mm-hmm. conjunction, square, um, but they okay. said plus, plus or minus one, it's going to be off a little bit, and then plus or minus four is a square, and usually in astrology, square means that, oh, this is a bad, this conflict, but in their world, 
a square is a conflict, but it could be a quote-unquote soulmate match in terms of being so different that you're compatible. <laughs> oh, wow. But I, I can't, I don't remember the name for signs that were one placement off. But it was it was one mm-hmm. of those things where it's like, yeah, you guys are really different. <laughs> but with the so Scorpio is it something Mexican, that they copied from some article on the internet or something? No, I I think it's something. If you're really into astrology, you could come up with that yourself. Except for well, actually, the square. it is it is it is astrological. Yes, yes, especially yeah. when you start talking about all it, the sextiles. Yes. Squares, yeah. Except for their their definition of a square was very different from anyone I've seen. And in my encounters, because I'm a Sagittarius, my encounters with Tauruses and Cancers were exactly how they described. Very different, but like a a quote-unquote soulmate connection. And these are friends, not actual people that I'm with, but friends. Mhm. Mhm. But that to me that compatibility it was a compatibility chart. And it was 3 years ago. That was the best See, thing uh, they've ever Are you saying you get along <laughs> with Taurus and Cancer? Um in a weird in a weird way, yes. Cancer women Cancer women and Taurus men. I don't I don't do Taurus women and I do not I can't stand Cancer men. Sorry, I can't What's do it. What's your moon sign? What's your moon Aquarius. sign? Aquarius. Aquarius. Your moon sign is Aquarius. So you should actually yeah. get along with Leos as well, even though you're a fire sign. But your moon <clears> sign <throat> is Aquarius. Opposite Aquarius is Leo. So you should also get along with Leos. What's your rising sign? Sagittarius. Which which is you're... funny because most, most of the guys that I've had um, – Relationships and or flings with have been Leos and Tauruses. Okay. Now, the only other reason why you would be drawn to Tauruses, you would have to, there are other planets, by the way. So, do you know where your Venus is at? Sagittarius. Where's your Scorpio? Where's your Scorpio in your chart? Do you know where your your Scorpio is? Oh, shit. Oh, oh, Scorpio is Mars, Mm -hmm. um, Mercury. And okay, Mercury's about communication. Pluto, okay. Pluto, Pluto. So you have, Pluto is a generational planet, but yeah. Mars and Mercury is in Scorpio? Yeah, that's why I understand them, yeah. Okay, but that's also why you get along with Taurus. Oh, that's really? Taurus men, yes. Taurus men oh. not women. No, 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 <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, because Mercury... Mars is a powerful planet, and Mercury is about communication. Mm-hmm. So in terms of, like, talking the same language, you could talk the same language with the Scorpio. It doesn't matter to me if it's male or female. But my mm-hmm. point to you is, again, it's the opposite. You get along with your opposite. Now, why haven't Geminis come into your life? Huh? Geminis are opposite Sagittarians. You should energetically them. really... No, they're really indecisive. I've well, I've only come fine. across I've only come across two Gemini's that I've known about. Um mm-hmm. one was a Spanish dude. It was just a very mm-hmm. cold association and the other one was a friend of my friend oh. and she seemed more mm-hmm. like a cancer to me anyway. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Gemini, whatever. Um, I'm not. I'm. I usually like all signs. I'm not that big of a fan of Virgos, besides Beyonce and Michael Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. And what's and Gemini's and that's it. I I really love Aquarius, Sagittarius, Leo, Scorpio, and Libras. I love Libras. Really. I love Libras. The huh. best, the best friends I could have, Libras. Oh, and, and Aries. what's opposite Libra? Aries. Oh, I was going to say Aries. I, Aries opposite I don't, Libra. No, I don't remember what's opposite Libra. In any case, oops. But yeah, all right. We, I didn't even ask you any celebrity questions. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, well, you know, because I, I listened to most of the part with Malcolm, and it to me it seemed like you were kind of in a fog, so maybe that's for the best, not asking too many questions. Yeah, it, it seemed com- like you were just yeah. distracted or yeah. in a fog. yeah. Or a little yeah. bit low energy. Yeah, all the all of the above. <laughs> it's been like that for a, a minute. I'm trying to. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I'll I'll text it to you. I'll tell you why. It's not a man, is it? But listen, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and wait. I wonder if I should end the show. Hold on a second. Maybe I can take a one more reading in. Hold on. Don't leave me. I'm going to take one more reading, La- uh, Lavender. Okay. All right? Okay. And I'll talk to you later. Okay. okay. Bye. 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 Hi, 408. You're on the line. Hello. Hi, this is Tracy. Hey, it's Nicole. <laughs> Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Um, I was just wondering if my mom is ever going to find a husband for her because she's had multiple boyfriends and they never worked out. <laughs> Okay. What's your mom's sign? Uh, Gemini. And is she born in May or is she born in June? June. She's June. Is is she going to find a husband? What state are we talking about, Nicole? Uh, California. Oh, California. Ah, Jesus. California is a hard state to date in. You, you, it's, you know, it's a hard state to be in. The men aren't healthy out here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They don't fight. They don't hunt. They don't. They don't hunt. That's true. So give me a yeah. Give me a second. Um. 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 Okay, so 
The answer is yes. Yes. All right? The answer is yes. Um, there were some issues going on, though. Okay. So your mom could be attracted to guys that are unhealthy. Yeah. She could be a fixer. She could be that type of woman that is like, she gets the 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 alcoholic, you know what I mean? She gets the uh, you know the troubled man, and she she's a fixer. She's like come come to my bosom type of woman, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. So if she would choose to stop fixing men, the quality of man that could come through for her is high. So the answer is, you know, is another man coming through? Yes. If it's is it quality, mm-hmm. that's questionable again because she's a fixer. I mean, is that true? Is yeah, she, it's true. Like, it's true, yeah. She finds the puppies out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like they bite the hand at Peter ultimately. Okay. It becomes too much for them. All this loving is too much for them. So the answer is yes, but she has to stop lying to herself and saying to herself, this is this is a man for me, when that's not really the case. She she just needs to help them. So There's two different things that are going on, right? But yeah, with yeah. that said, there is a man coming to her, and I got to warn you, he's younger. He is younger? Okay. There's a man that comes through that's her age, that's another puppy. He's sleazy. He's pathetic. Hold on a second. Hi. Okay. Hi, Obi. Thank you. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Give me one second, okay? Um, there's a guy that comes through first. It's another puppy. He doesn't last. If you, if you can say to her, Mom... He's a puppy. This is what you take on all the time. Try not to fall in love with this one. Um, That would behoove her, right? There's another one coming through that's younger. Okay. So if you don't mind and she doesn't mind, let the younger one come through. Okay. He needs her. She needs him. Don't look at the age. And it's, it's, it's a combination that works better, particularly because he's younger, because the older men get, the harder it is for them to stay healthy. So this young one that comes through just turns out to be quite compatible just in his mental state, her mental state, and all of a sudden it's like, this is really a good match. So the answer is yes. Okay. Do you know what's his nationality, perhaps? Oh. Um... The one that comes through immediately, he feels like he's Spanish. Spanish. Okay. Um, uh-huh. The younger one that comes through, um, could be, could be white. White. Okay. But listen, I better get up out of here before they kill me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Nicole. Bye, guys. Don't forget to call me. I love you. Reading eight one eight. Love you too, honey. Thank you. Eight one eight nine eight five two zero one zero. Take it easy. Bye.
Thank you, guys. Hey, Sarah. I'm so sorry. How are you? So, Lisa, have we read before? <gasps> yes. Brand new reading. Let's kick this out. we got 15 minutes. I can answer your questions.